about the boom here on a Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday night. It's going to be a long one. Yeah, it's going to be a long night. It is full gear night, baby. I'm excited. Uh, This is Backyard Wrestling Podcast episode 80. Wow, 80. Getting up there. Bob, how you feeling? Oh, I feel like shit. Shit. (laughs) I think I'm dying. We're going to die tonight. Oh, I'm dying. But we're going to have fun doing it. Hell Yeah. Uh, anything new besides your little head cold? Oh, there's there's nothing going on. Friggin' work's crazy because it's that wonderful time of the year and Thanksgiving turkeys are flying out the ass. I got my turkey. 22 pounds, baby. Butterball. I got a turkey the other day. I think I got a 16-pound <coughs> turkey. Threw that's, it in my freezer. That's good for you. That's, it, that's big for you, actually. Yeah, it's a, it's a perfect size. Nice. A perfect size. I mean, it was 49 cents a pound. You can't beat that. No. No, getting a turkey for like... Twelve bucks. Ours was uh, like fifty bucks. Jesus. Yeah. Why? You know what? It was a dollar fifty a pound. That's Holy why. Holy God. Yeah, but we we did it. Whatever. My God. She likes her butter balls. Yeah. She likes her balls buttered. Yeah, butter balls a good turkey, but you know what? I'm a cheap motherfucker. It's just hasn't been my balls lately. Oh, wop wop wop. I'm just kidding. We're not swingers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got most of my Christmas shopping done today. Well, that's nice. I think I've got some of it done. I just got a few more people to shop for. I hope to do that Black Friday. I got up. I did Rampage, which was easy. No WWE today, guys. It's, oh, it's, it's yeah. This is strictly an AEW podcast for this episode. Yep. We're, we're getting out of uh, doing WWE this week. I got to say, I didn't hate it. <laughs> I no. Didn't hate, I didn't hate it. It, it was so day. nice. Had it a was a good day. It was so nice not having to watch not WWE. Not screaming at the TV. What are you doing? Son of a bitch. And but it's not like Raw was good. Raw was terrible. I don't even know what happened on Raw. I have no clue. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, it's... Oh, all right. So, without further ado, let's do this. All right. All right. So, Rampage... Well, we can't do Rampage. Because we got to start with oh, AEW Dynamite. And a beer. All right. Let's get a beer. I got I beers in beer my bag. To get going. I jumped the gun. I'm so anxious to do this. I got usually my stack of notes. Yes, I print them out. I typed them. Guacamole. Got some guac for later. All right. I got two special beers for the uh, watch along, so I don't want to bust those no, out save yet. Save those. Just uh, something something nice for right now. But we're going to start with something else. Ooh, Ricky Steamboat's on the Fall Brawl. It is from uh, Icarus Brewing. It's official is the name of the beer. Oh, it is. It's got a blueprint of their new building that they're building here in Bricktown. Oh, I saw that online. Isn't there? If you get a, a, a another, oh, never mind. I'm stupid. Excuse me. It's a uh, seven point eight alcohol by volume. This beer should be cold as shit. It is cold. I have had it outside in a cooler full of ice for two days, All and right. it's cold here. Here we go. A little ASMR sound. Oh, that is smooth as a baby's butt. That is good. Oh, I could definitely tell it's weeded. It's a weeded that, IPA. I like that a lot. Good. That's a good beer. That's right up my alley. Highly recommend Icarus Brewing. It's official. Try it. It's good. Get it now. Wherever alcohol is sold. That's a lot of places. Too many places. Too many alcohol places. Is it, though? I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's go to AEW Dynamite. Dynamite! Match number one of the night. Brian Danielson versus Rocky Romero. Who? Rocky Romero. 
of New Japan Pro Wrestling fame. He's in uh, that group Chaos. Yes, and we get a video package for this match of Romero inviting Cassidy and the best friends to join New Japan Pro Wrestling group Chaos, which they accepted, which was nice of them. Okay. They even accepted Wheeler Utah for some reason. Wheeler Utah? <laughs> yeah. So all of the best friends. And I guess when when Trent, Trent comes back, he'll Apparently be- Romero is friends with the best friends. So That's he fine. just invited the rest of the joint cast. I like the best friends. And I remember hearing, uh, you know, Chucky e. T. Chuck Taylor? And he was in the background. And I think he said, but I'm already in chaos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, now the rest of them are. So... We're going to the ring with Rocky Romero is Orange Cassidy. Hey. Because we got to get him in. Danielson and Romero start off this match. Danielson runs down Romero and starts to work his leg with a series of kicks and elbows. Romero then catches Danielson with an arm bar, but Brian almost immediately gets a rope break. Danielson takes Romero down with a waist lock takeover, but Romero gets back to his feet quickly, sending Danielson into the corner and starts attacking with elbow strikes. Rocky throws Brian in the opposite corner, but Danielson flips over and grabs Romero in a waist lock. But Romero escapes and sends his opponent through the ropes into the outside. Yeah. Orange Cassie then distracts Danielson by putting his hands in his pockets. Love it. You are a dumbass. This allows Romero to land a suicide dive. We then almost immediately return to the ring, and Romero climbs to the top and uses a diving stomp on Danielson's arm because Romero is also a submission specialist. Mm. The two men exchange chops and kicks, with Brian coming on the coming out on top. <clears throat> Excuse me. God bless you. Danielson kick, uh, kicks Romero some more and locks him <clears throat> a Romero special, a.k.a. a surfboard stretch. I like those. Me too. Cowabunga. Brian attempts to move into a dragon sleeper, but Romero grabs the ropes. So Brian hits him with a series of knees and kicks, because that's what he does. Danielson charges, but Romero catches him with an elbow and then a springboard swinging DDT. Matt Hardy, once again, is sitting in the front row. Yeah, he has to. Oh, Orange Cassidy wrestling? I must be there. And for this match, he's once again taunting Orange. It's pretty hilarious. Did he buy a ticket, or did he just walk out in the crowd? I imagine he just walks out. Well, he's big money Matt. I was going to say, he is big money Matt. He can afford it. I just bought the whole front row. It's mine. Uh, Rocky hangs Danielson up in the ropes and nails him with a series of strikes. Rocky then hits a sur- springboard missile drop kick, sending Danielson back outside. Romero jumps off the set of ring steps, landing a hurricanrana. And then we go back in the ring again, where Romero hits a sliced bread for two. I like that move. A sliced bread for two? I like sliced bread. That's a, that's a nice that's a nice move. There's nothing greater since, since it. You know, Betty since White was creation. born before sliced bread. Well, she is old as dirt. But you would think that sliced bread has been around for a long time. It really hasn't. It's a simple concept. Hey, yeah. what, what if we cut this before we sell it? And, you know, someone got paid a lot of money for thinking that Genius! idea. Genius! Romero hits a series of clotheslines, but when he went for a third one, Danielson escapes using an elbow and then a bridging German suplex for a two count. Danielson brings up Rocky up to the top rope. He goes for a back suplex, but in the midair, Romero counters it into a splash for two. That was cool. Romero locks on a Fujiwara armbar, but Brian lifts him up in a deadlift and power bombs him to the ground. Danielson and Romero go back and forth for a while. Romero catches Danielson in a flying armbar, but Danielson reverses it into a knee bar. So Romero reverses the knee bar into a cross arm breaker, only for Brian to counter into an ankle lock. Romero then reverses that into a cross arm breaker once again, but Danielson manages to roll, have a roll-up pin for a two-count. Jesus Christ. There's a lot going on there. Danielson kicks Rocky in the face. He goes for a drop kick, but is caught with a knee strike. Romero goes for a slice spread again, but Danielson blocks it and stomps Romero in the face repeatedly. Danielson then attempts the label lock, but Romero blocks it and won't let him lock it in. So Danielson turns it into a tequila sunrise into a submission for a victory. Just a flesh wound. Good. That was a good match. That was a really good but match. I don't understand why this is going on. This is a go-home show for Full Gear. This was a terrible go-home show. It was, it was not good. It was not a good show. 
the ma- the match was fine. The match well the match was the best match of the night. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Well, maybe. We'll see. We'll get to that. But uh they needed something and I guess they want Danielson to wrestle all the time. But when I rewatched this morning to rip the audio, I thought of this crazy theory. Oh, and you're going to have to wait to the end to hear it. To hear it because it's in predictions for full year. This beer is great. Yes, it is. So now we go to the stage as the inner circle walks in. But they are quickly drummed by American top team and the men of the year. I loved this. Uh, They're they're repeatedly beat down with trash can lids and kendo sticks. This was good. And some terrible working punches by the MMA fighters. Well, what do you expect? Uh, The men of the year then use an assisted powerbomb with the help of Dan Lambert on Chris Jericho. Hey, what's the name of the the, the MMA guy that's not here now that was here who's doing the running knee kicks to Jericho's head? Oh, that was uh, Jorge Masvidal. Masvidal, okay. Yeah, he was. Thanks. He's a great fighter. Yeah, he's just a nutcase. I was trying to think of his name before, and I couldn't. They beat down the inner circle, and then they head to the ring, and they cut this promo. You got that promo? I don't have anything from that. Basically, they're going to win the match. I didn't. It, yeah, it didn't seem warranted to take it. it I just like listening to e- Ethan Page. He, I love how he cuts a promo. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's real good. He's one of the best. I have to have to give him credit. You know, we we should do one of these days a top five AEW guys. I was thinking promos. It's funny you say that. Uh, for the since January is coming up, what if we did, or if we do it in December, an end of year awards? We could do an end of year awards. That's actually really good. Like for our awards, yeah. You know, I never keep track of what I actually say, it's, so it's gonna be a little hard. I I mean, I have everything saved on my laptop inside and on here. All it's right, it's just gonna take a lot of work. So. Let's go to match number two then. Let's go. Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Rebel versus Ty Conte, Thunder Rosa, and Anna J. You say uh, Jamie Hayter? Yes. Bust a nut. You could bust a nut for every one of these women. How many people, uh, women there, are in this? There were six. Yeah, that was one. Bust a nut. 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 All righty then. That's enough of that. How do you feel about cream cheese on a bagel? That's the only thing I put on a bagel. You ever try pork roll, egg, and cheese on a bagel? I, I'm not a big bagel guy. No? I think they're overrated and stupid. It depends on the bagel place. It's just a big, doughy bread. I like the bagels there in, uh, called Baron's Bagels. It's on Route 88 in Point Pleasant Borough. <clears throat> the best bagel I ever had was, it's not even there anymore, on Bridge Ave in Point at the uh, Dunkin' Donuts. It, I, like, I like poppy seeds, so much poppy seeds... You can't see the bread. So much poppy seeds, you can get hit with a drug test? Yes, that's what I want. I want to test positive for heroin. See, I like uh, everything bagels. I want a little bit of just, and then I want to make sure there's a little extra salt on there. Then I want it thin and crispy. And they did it like that, and it was the best thing I ever had. There's nothing like a toasted bagel. Burn it a little bit, too. Ooh, that's how Mm -hmm. I like the sausage. you got to burn sausage in order to make a good sausage. Borderline burnt stuff is really good. Oh, yeah. Especially popcorn. Oh, when you char a steak... When you get a nice char on that steak, like when you sear it, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, not a, like a well done steak. No, no, it's got it's got to be seared and it's got to be medium. A little bit of crunch when you bite in, then it's all tender. Oh, I think come this, on, I think steak comes best out on a charcoal grill. But what I have now is I have a little a little firebox for my propane grill, and it gives it smoky flavor. I got one of those. Oh, I think I absolutely love it. I was using apple chips the other day. Yeah, Pop gave me that. So good. All right, let's go. Jay, Conte, and Rosa are wearing matching gear. Yeah, they are. They're yeah. cute. They're cute. Oh, my God. Rosa and Baker start this match off. They do a lot of countering moves until Baker tags in Rebel. Rebel attacks Rosa, but is dispatched quickly with a hip toss and a drop kick. Rosa then uses a Kisadora face buster and tags in Anna Jay. Jay, uh, Jay whips Rosa, who uses a flying elbow on Rebel. Jay hits a flying hip attack, followed by a snap suplex I on did, Rebel. I did no such thing. Oh, God. Hater attacks Jay from behind and drags her to the floor. And uh, Baker is there to attack her as well as we head to a break. I'd be cool if Hater attacked Jay from behind. Yeah, well, I'd be all for that. Well, it would be Baker and Jay attacking you at hey. the same time. <laughs> Back oh. for break, Anna lands a suplex and then a rolling neck breaker. Conte and Hater are both tagged in, and Conte comes in hot. Ty lands a clothesline on all the heels. Conte then hits a series of pump kicks and goes for a DD tie, but Hater reverses out 
only for Conte to counter and hit a tie KO. But Ugh. Breaker breaks up, breaks up the pin. The Doctor hits an elbow, and Hayter uses a backbreaker followed by a super kick from Baker for a two count. Rosa breaks up that pin and is struck with a roundhouse from Rebel as Rebel tags in Hayter. Baker super kicks Jay uh, as everyone starts to get involved in this match. Rosa lands a planchetta on Hayter on the floor. I probably pronounced that wrong. Guess guess that? Rebel then goes for a big boot on Conte, but is blocked. But it's blocked and is hit with a big boot by Ty Conte, followed up by the DD tie for the win. DD tie. DD tie. Baker goes to interfere one last time, but she stops and powders out, leaving her team behind. That's very um, heelish of her. Well, she is a heel. And quite a good one, too. So, we're going to go to our next match. Match number three. Jungle Boy versus Anthony Bowens. Wow, 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 And as wow, the members of the claim come out, they cut this awesome rap. I know you have this. Goddamn right. The acclaimed. Gotta turn the volume up. Heard it. He's so freaking. He's he's so he's cool. so good. He's so weird and he's so cool. You see Jungle Boy's face when he talked to Poe. He's like, he's, like Ugh. Ugh. He's, he's not really wrong. He's right. He got me there, buddy. Oh shucks. And then Bowens throws up the A and Caster scissors him. That's that's they do it every time. <laughs> I freaking love it. <laughs> so let's get into the match. Jungle Boy wins with the snare trap hey, submission. Perfect. We don't need to go into. We this. have full gear coming up. We got stuff to do. After the match is over, Bobby Fish comes out and attacks Jungle Boy. Loved but it. Jungle Boy is saved by Christian Cage and Luchasaurus. I hate him. Now we go to a promo featuring Hangman on Page and Kenny Omega. I didn't take that because of the contract signing. That's true. But it was it was a really good eh. If you want to guys if you guys want to see it, go look it up the on YouTube. The contract signing I The felt... contra- contract signing was good. This was also a really good vignette. Yeah. Yeah, you know, basically, you know, uh Hang uh Kenny saying, "I win big matches." Hangman it always you always lose. lose big you always matches. lose big matches. Yeah. So this was uh this was really good. Yep. It was really good. So now we head backstage to Adam Cole, and he's introducing Bobby Fish to the Young Bucks. I have that. All right, let's hear it. Brandon, are we that on? We are. Speaking of that, guys, I actually wanted to talk to you about that. Uh-huh. Specifically, I wanted to talk to you about about him. Uh, because I've known this guy for a really, really long time. So let me introduce you two to Bobby Fish. You don't have to introduce us to Bobby Fish. I mean, we know Bobby. That, that's right. We that's right. We know Bobby yeah. very well, don't we? Listen, I, I know you're the, the new guy here, though. I just want to make one thing clear. In AEW, there's no dispute. It's the era of oh, the, it's the era of the super click. But if, no, if, no. if one of my, my good friends, Adam Cole, vouches for someone and he says he's cool, I mean it. I guess we're cool. I mean it. And, and speaking of that, Bobby, I got an idea. How about two days time? It's Bobby Fish versus Jungle Boy where you could do even more damage. Uh, but Bobby, please do me a favor. Just leave a little bit left for full gear so me and the Bucks can truly finish the job. I think I can do that. Bobby, I knew I could count on you. All right, color. Cut it. Let's get the heck out of here, guys. Nice. Very clever. That was awesome. This might lead to something. I I might just think this leading to Adam Cole teaming up with Bobby Fish eventually. And Kyle O'Reilly? No, I don't think Kyle O'Reilly is redeemable. I, I, think, I think he'll have to go to Impact. Go work your way back up. It, I, I, it, it, it's interesting. It's definitely it's interesting, interesting for sure. Time will tell. All right, let's go to match number four. Everybody's favorite best friend, Wheeler Utah. Oh, he's yeah. Versus Wardlow. 
Wardlow? Wardlow. Wardlow wins after landing a series of power bombs and then the casualty of war, which is a rising knee strike out of the corner. And uh, <clears throat> the crowd, after he did the first power bomb, they were like, one more time, one more time. <laughs> it was great. And he did it one more time. Again and again. After the match is over, the Hardy family office hits the ring and attacks the best friends. Matt Hardy then wraps a chair around Orange Cassidy's necks and uses the twist of fate. Yeah. Neither men have a match at full gear. That's weird. And you're really setting this up that they should have they're a match at full gear. They're feuding again, or still. When's the, when's the next pay-per-view after this? Uh, not until, oh, shoot, I think it's January or February? It's got to be, f- there's only four a year. Double or nothing, Double full, or gear, full gear, all out. All out. And uh, the revolution. Revolution. Yeah, revolution's like in what? May? Yeah. So, yeah, I think so. So this then won't be until like March, right? Well, they can still have their special Dynamite episodes. Yeah, they'll have their special, you know, they're already talking about doing the... Um, January the, 8th, there's something happening. They're that... talking about doing the Owen Hart Cup soon. Okay, cool. So... Is that what it's going to lead to? You know, them facing at the Owen Hart Cup or something? Maybe, but we have that that special coming up in January. Remember we talked about it on, on the news, I think it was last week or the week before? Yeah, isn't it like their Clash of Champions or something, something like, like that? that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just it's just weird what they're doing here. You're setting up a feud, and then you're not putting it on It is gear. weird. I Instead, don't... we have to watch Sheeta versus... Sheeta and, what, Thunder Rosa versus yeah. Nyla Rose and... Jamie Hayter. Mm-hmm. What? That's dumb. This, Save that for Dynamite. This pay-per-view has 10 matches. Ten. This pay-per-view should cut off four. I agree. I agree with that. We're, I have Make a, them I have a wedding in the morning. We're yeah. not, I'm not getting out of here till 1 in the morning, and then I have to be there at 8.30. I might as well stay up, drink 10 cups of coffee, and just go. And have your heart explode. Oh, yeah. Friggin'. Then after that, 10 mimosas and pass out from a diabetic coma. And have a couple of Jack and Cokes, too. Mimosa, mimosa mayhem. I'm going to reenact mimosa it. Mimosa mayhem. <laughs> All right. We then see a shot of backstage. The crew is keeping CM Punk and Eddie, and Eddie Kingston apart as they're trying to beat each other up in the underground parking lot. Yeah, this was interesting. They want to kill each other. I liked how uh, Ruby Soho was the only one holding back Eddie Kingston. Yeah, but she was like touching his face like, come on, calm down, man. You got a match. <laughs> Ruby Soho's tough, though. Yeah, she is. I want to mess with her. No, she's cool. All right, so let's go to match number five. Leo Rush and Dante Martin versus Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty. I can't wait to see what you do here to cover this match, because this was crazy. Rush and Martin are wearing similar gear, but not the same. Rush, uh, uh, that outfit, uh, that onesie he was wearing. I didn't love it. He's quick. He's he's so he's fast. He's insanely good. You know, and remember at WWE, he was Bobby Lashley's mouthpiece. Right. That's all he did. Wasted. Wasted talent. Wasted talent. That's what that's what they do. Yeah. Par for the course. Lee and Dante starts this starts this match off. Moyarty is trying to keep Martin grounded by using Matt Wrestling. Martin then starts to get going and springboards off the ropes, leaping over Moriarty. Both men then start to show off some of their counter maneuvers. Dante taunts Moriarty and then rolls him up. Then Lee uses a bridging pin for a near fall. Seidel and Rush are now tagged in. Matt gets in Leo's face and he gets a slap for for it before hitting a spinging back kick. Seidel goes for a standing moonsault, but Rush moves out of the way, forcing Seidel to land on his feet. Rush and Seidel then exchange some more back and forth until all four men hit the ring, and they start fighting as we head into break. Back for break, Dante uses a sunset flip on Matt for two. He then goes for a backflip over Seidel, followed by a missing drop kick off the middle rope. Rush and Moriarty both tag in. Moriarty traps Rush's arm, and he hits a corkscrew uppercut. Leo answers back with a series of strikes of his own, but Moriarty catches him with a modified Misunuku driver. For a two count. Seidel and Moriarty double team Rush in the corner, but Rush escapes with by elbowing Seidel and kicking Moriarty. Rush swings at Moriarty but ends up shoving him into the corner. Rush then hits a spinning enziguri on Matt and another one on Lee Moriarty. Rush goes for a suicide dive, but Seidel and Moriarty dodge and get back in the ring. So Leo Rush hits him with a springing handsprings elbow instead. 
Rush hits a suicide dive on Sedell to the outside, followed up by another one on Moriarty. Back in the ring, Rush hits a corkscrew on Prettier for two. Martin is tagged in, and Rush climbs to the top, but Sedell uses a leaping hurricanrana on Leo Rush. Moriarty jumps up to the top to bring down Martin with a belly-to-belly suplex. He follows it up with a leaping uppercut for a two-count. Seidel and Moriarty go for a double-team move on Rush, but he but he uses an insiguri on Seidel and then a hook kick on Moriarty. Dante then hits a double spring moonsault on Moriarty for the win. Nice. It's a lot, man. That's that was a, a lot. That was a quick, quick. We now get a promo from Miro. Oh yeah, Brian. This isn't personal. You're everything to some, but you are nothing to me. You are just a body standing between a man and his wife. Tell me, Brian, do you know my God? Do you know if he's blessing me or messing with me? Is he willing to trade my bad neck for yours? Because I need to win this tournament. I need to put the world title over my shoulder and the world champion under my crown. Me, but because you fear me, just like you should. You say you come here to feel alive, but you gotta understand that you're pushing a man who's holding a scythe. But this isn't personal. All you have to say goodbye to your wife. So I can say hello to mine. Buster Nut! My How you doing? How you doing? Damn. <laughs> that was so good. He's, God damn it, he's so good. Uh, wait, wait, wait for predictions. Match number six. It's the main event. Wait, hang, hang on. Don't rush past it. It's time for the main event. It's time to lose our hearing. I think we had enough talk. <laughs> well, looks like we've had enough talk. So good. I love Mark Henry. Pac versus Dax Harwood. Harwood and Pac start with a lockup. <clears throat> Dax slaps Pac and then puts him in a wrist lock. But Pac reverses it only for Dax to counter it. Harwood and Pac go into a series of back and forth mat wrestling with neither men getting an advantage. Pac and Harwood stare each other down as Harwood takes down Pac with a clothesline. Pac hits back with a spin kick. Dax then starts to talk trash as Pac lights him up with some chops, and his chest gets bloody. Real bloody. Hmm. Both men exchange some shifts, very stiff strikes, but Pac hits a rebound German suplex and a clothesline, sending Hardwood to the floor. Hardwood? Pac then uses a Fosberry flop on the Hardwood. What? A Fosberry flop? What the fuck is that? I'm sorry. That's the name of that move. In what? In, in Cartoonville? Well, he's from England, so I think it sounds like an English term. <laughs> Say it one more time. What is it? Fosberry flop. Fucking shit. Pac heads to the top and uses a super brain buster, followed up by a mafia kick in the corner. Oh, he goes up God. top and hits a shotgun missile drop kick on Dax this time. Pac goes back up top, but this time Harwood rolls to the other side of the ring to escape. Pac uses a flying elbow in the corner and then another mafia kick. But Pac charges again, but this time Tully pulls Harwood out of the way. And Harwood then hits a brain buster of his own for a two count. He kind of undersold Pac's brain buster off the top rope a little bit. It was really good. It was, I jumped out of my seat, holding my face, thinking he died. My God, he's broken in half. He's broken in half. He's dead. He's He's dead. dead. Harwood attempts another rainbuster, but Pac escapes, hitting a super kick. Pac goes for the top rope again, but Harwood crotches him down. This guy's tits on the TV. Oh, uh, they are flopping. They everywhere. are not the tightest tits in the game. <laughs> this is a uh, fall brawl. Nineteen ninety-three. Nineteen ninety-three. God. Dax lands a belly-to-belly suplex on Pac from from the top. Harwood goes for a lariat, but Pac ducks and hits a German suplex instead. The bastard goes for a German, but Harwood escapes, ducks a roundhouse kick from pocket, hits a lariat. 
Dex lands a rebound Liger Bomb for a two-count. That looked really that good. That was awesome. It's Dex very cool. then hits a series of elbows and uppercuts on Pac, who catches him with a black backslide for a pin, but instead turns it into the Brutalizer for the win. Nice. Nice. Uh, why'd they do this? Uh... I guess to have what happens next, because Pac won't let go of the submission, so Cash Wheeler hits the ring and attacks Pac. And then for some reason the lights go out, I guess because they can't pay their power bill? I hated this. No, it's because when the lights come back on, Block and Andrade are in the ring. Malachi Black what? and Andrade El Idolo. So Andrade's got mystical powers now, too, like like, like Malachi does. I think he's just paying Malachi, kind of like how he pays for Cash Wheeler. I didn't like this Arwin. at all. He needs to get away from Andrade. I don't... Uh, apparently, he's going to be going a character change after... Malachi? Yes. He's going into a character change after Full Gear. What? Yep. That's what I read the other day. It's, I didn't put it in news. I'm just saying it now. I ain't impressed with a damn thing. I don't know why the lights are going out all the time. It's happening too much. Way too much. Yeah, it's well, just like the third week in a row. I get it, like for his entrance. That's cool. Yeah, it's part of his entrance. Stop there. And it also happens for too long. Like it's a good twenty seconds. It feels like if I was in the front row, I would turn my spotlight on my on my phone and just like catch him. I would be like, I can't see, damn it! I see you, Malachi. So they start putting the boots on Pac until the Lucha Brothers. And then from out of the crowd, Cody Rhodes Boo. come to the ring and they clear house for the save. From the they come from the the crowd. Well, just Cody. I see the Lucha Brothers. They come out of stage, followed by you know Alex Eberhantes holding the titles, and Cody. You just see him coming down. He starts taking off his jacket and like, why didn't you just come out? Nobody wants you coming out of the crowd. Yeah, they don't like you. No, that's why he did it. I don't like you. Nobody likes you. Go. Ho- Away. We then have a video package highlighting MGF versus Darby Allen. That's going to be great. I hope. And now it's time for the contract side. It's time for the real main event. Tony Schiavone. It's time for the main event. Calls out to Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Both come. They sit down at their table. And that's where we got for you. Oh, by the way, the Elite... And the Dark Order have been forced to leave the arena. We see a video of them with their stuff leaving. Correct. You know, after uh, all this time, I don't know what there is left to say. And I know that... Uh, Jared, let's go, Brandon. The sooner I sign this, the sooner I get to full gear and beat your ass for the World Championship. Second thoughts here. You know... I wish I could share your excitement. That's good shit. I wish I could share the excitement and the enthusiasm of uh, these wonderful fans. But I gotta say, man, I'm a little sad actually. I mean, we were friends. We were partners. As a member of the elite, we were like family. You see all of this? Everything here, this was meant for you. If it wasn't for your insecurities, if it wasn't for your failures, hey! Oh no. You talk about that cowboy spirit, right? You guys love the cowboy spirit? You said it best yourself. If you fall off that horse, you get right back up into that saddle, right? I wish the cameras could see how it really was, hangman. It was never you. It was always us that picked you up out of your sorrows every single time. Sat you back up on that horse and sent you back out there to give these people what they thought they wanted, and that was cowboy shit. And why did I do that? Why did I do that? Even after you walked away, even after you turned us down when we invited you back. <laughs> Call me crazy, but I did it because I saw a little bit of myself in you. How wrong I was. What a disappointment. You know, you uh, you talk a lot about me choking, my failures, my insecurities, and maybe you're right. Uh, but if I remember, you once had another tag team partner who maybe you felt like you didn't measure up to either. But I look across the ring and I see you now. 
the best bout machine, the wrestling god, the man who's been the AEW World Champion for almost a year now, and it might be fair to say you've surpassed him. And over the past few years, you've told me a lot of lies. You told me I was, wasn't good enough. You told me I couldn't beat you. You let me fall flat on my face. But the biggest lie that you ever told me was last year at Full Gear in the Eliminator Tournament when you beat me, you knelt over my body and you said, good job, Hanger. I'm proud of you. You weren't proud of me. You were afraid of me. Pause it for a second because it kind of it kind of skips. It doesn't sell. So as Kenny Omega is leaving the ring, after he shakes Hangman's hand, Don Callis appears dressed as the cameraman and strikes Hangman on a page with the camera. This whole time, the quote unquote cameraman was like constantly getting in the way and yeah, you could yeah, and it was bad, and we couldn't tell why it was bad because it was Don Callis, and he had a really bad fake goatee mustache think, yes. that he peels off his face during the so reveal. Good. It was good. And that's where this, the rest of the sound takes off. That was that was absolutely great. That was awesome. So uh, we'll be back after this word from our sponsor. All right, uh, nothing after that this week. We have just me, Rampage. just you, Rampage time. All right, the Rampage Go Home Show for Full Gear, live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I, I can say this was the actual Go Home Show. This was, yes. Starts off with Jungle Boy versus Bobby Fish. Uh, Jungle Boy and Fish battle outside the ring for a bit, with Fish throwing Jungle Boy into the barricade numerous times and into the ring post, which leads Jericho, whom is on commentary, to, the point, out, to point out that AEW's ring posts are square and not rounded like most other wrestling companies. So every angle is a corner, which would make it twice as dangerous than your average ring post. Bunch of squares. Yeah. Uh, back in the ring, Fish continues to work on the arm of Jungle Boy, even putting Jungle Boy's arm in the hammerlock position and then doing a backdrop on it for a two count. Jungle Boy goes for his springboard DDT, but Fish counters that with a Sayo suplex into the ropes for near fall. I like that move. I do too. It's nice to see it being done right. Yeah. Jungle Boy is still really out of it, so Fish hits a bunch of kicks while Jungle Boy is laboring on his knees. Fish goes for another kick, but Jungle Boy counters and locks in the snare trap as Jungle Boy gets the win as Fish taps out. Once again, he's won another night with the snare trap submission. Uh, Then Adam Cole runs out, and he and Jungle Boy start brawling until Bobby Fish joins in, and he and Cole double-team Jungle Boy, beating him down and out. Then Cole and Fish do a... Big hug to each other, and this actually pops the crowd. Of course it does. We love it. <laughs> Undisputed Era. Shock the system. 
Then Cole grabs a couple chairs from under the ring and brings them into the ring to set up for a concerto. But out come Lucha and Christian to save the day. Yeah, you can't let them murder Jungle Boy. Not before full gear. So now backstage, the super click is about to cut a promo. But Hangman interrupts Adam Cole and tells him to leave because he wants to speak to Matt and Nick. Matt says it's okay and Cole leaves. Hangman then says to, to the Bucks that he's sorry. He wasn't asked for a long time, and he's sorry for costing them a shot at the tag team titles. But they cost him a shot at the world title with the Dark Order. So that makes us even, says Hangman. He then says that if they interfere in his match with Kenny, he will ruin them. Top right. Top right. When that happened, my wife goes, what's the matter with you? I'm like, that was so good. Yeah. Next match is, doo, 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 yep, this is the one. Jade Cargill with Smart Mark Sterling versus Santana uh, Garrett. Garrett? Who the hell are you? I don't know. You ever hear that? No. No. And uh, <clears throat> there is a cake set up ringside that says, happy one-year anniversary, Jade. Oh, great. Like, that's that cake's not, not going to get involved. That's not suspicious or nothing. So nobody's going to get their face smashed Of course it. not. And if they do, it'll be a total shock to our system. Oh, my God. All right. So Red Velvet is sitting in the front row with the fans. Also taking advantage of uh, Matt Hardy buying that whole front row. Right? Yes. That's fair. So uh, Jade throws Santana over the rails and onto Red. This pisses Red off, and she goes for Jade, but is held back. But ultimately, Jade wins with Jaded, obviously. Jaded! Then Mark Sterling goes to the cake and picks it up to give it to Jade. And guess what happens? You'll never guess! They had cake, and everyone was happy. Red Velvet spears Jade and then pushes the cake into Mark's face. Hey, the cake lady pushes the cake into Mark's face. Wait. <laughs> Hang on. Then Jericho says, is that Red Velvet cake? Oh, God. Boo! <laughs> Boo this man! Then Jericho and Taz say, she's got cake face! <laughs> then Taz and Jericho go back and forth with, I said it first! I said it first! Until Excalibur tells him to shut up! Wow. Shut up! <laughs> so good. I loved it. Then Jade and Velvet brawl, but the rest break it up. And that ends that. I love when Taz and Jericho are on commentary together. Oh, they're funny. They're so good. They're so good. The best. If I had to pick the GOAT broadcast team, it's Jericho, Taz, Excalibur. I don't know. I like it when we get a little uh, Ricky Starks in there. Starks is good. I forgot about he was He was there, too. No, he's so good. He's very good. Fine. Add him to that. That's the That's the GOAT. That's my Mount Rushmore of broadcasting right now. Now we have a vignette with Eddie and CM Punk. Eddie says that he's wanted to fight Punk for years, but it never happened, and Punk has never given him any respect. Punk says he has a chance to teach Eddie a lesson about respect, and he will. He will. You will learn a lesson about respect, young lad. Okay. Uh, so now we have Dante Martin versus... Uh, Raya Daivari? Who the hell are you? It doesn't matter. Um, well, there's a reason. He is making his AEW debut. Ooh. And they said he is also from Minneapolis, as well as Leo Rush. And uh, speaking of Leo Rush, uh, Rush's grandmother has oh, has passed, and that is the reason he is not here tonight, shit. Yeah, we're very, very sad. Rest in peace to your grandmother, man. Yeah, that sucks, man. So, that sucks. So Hook and Will Hobbs come out to stand by Taz on commentary. It's weird. That's not telegraphing anything. Hook. Hook, line, and sinker. I love Hook. And Taz goes on to say that they are still recruiting for Team Taz, and they have their eye on Dante Martin. With Hook. So Taz, Team Taz, has their eye on Dante Martin. Taz of Team Taz? Of, of Yes, of Team Taz. It's very, very good, Bob. Yeah. And, uh... You know, Leo Rush isn't there. The current, quote-unquote, manager of Dante Martin. Oh, man. Dante Martin's really being sought after. First Matt Slaydell, now Team Taz, now uh, Leo Rush. Man. So, Daivari hits a neckbreaker, followed by a splash off the top rope for a near fall. Then Araya falls to the outside. Then Dante jumps to the top rope and hits a splash to the outside on Araya. 
Dante then rolls Araya back in ring and hits his moonsault off the top rope for the win. But wait, there's more. There's more. Hobbs and Hook walk down to the ring with a contract offer from Team Taz. Starks grabs the mic and tells him to seriously look at it. Look it over, man. Look it over. All right. Next we have... Maybe they'll have the FTR, uh, what was it, FTW cruiserweight belt they could get them. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we have Mark Henry with Best Friends and Matt Hardy. Thanks, guys. Matt Hardy, you almost destroyed Orange Cassidy on Dynamite. Is that your intentions? Yes, that is my intentions. Because Orange Cassidy pockets, he doesn't belong in this business. He doesn't belong in my business. Orange Cassidy, what do you think about what Matt said? Uh, I don't think it's good. Well, I'll tell you what is good, <laughs> Orange Cassidy. Big Money Matt, he got his eyes on the list of lumberjacks that are going to be around the ring tonight. And besides those three lumber jerks behind you, there's a bunch of individuals with integrity in there. All right, you know, Matt, uh, this I'm, I'm tired of this. Same. I feel like this has been going on forever. You got my three friends dressed like lumberjacks now. Um, enough is enough. Uh, after the match tonight, it's over. You're right. You are right there. It is over for you, Orange Cassidy. After tonight, it is over. Well, it looks like there's been enough talk. Thank you, Mark. It's time yeah. for the main event. Yeah. Love that. So on to that main event, which is a lumberjack match between Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy, which we just heard. Right when the match starts, Hardy turns to the lumberjacks and offers a $20,000 reward to whoever knocks out Orange Cassidy. That's a lot of money. Well, he's uh, big money, Matt. Big bat money, money, Matt. Then all the lumberjacks start attacking each other. Cassidy wastes no time and does no gimmicks to start. He spears Matt and gets in some blows until he's thrown to the outside where the Blade and Isaiah Cassidy are there to beat down Orange. Back in the ring, Matt hits a neckbreaker followed by a couple of leg drops for a two count. Back from Pip, Cassidy is on the ground outside of the ring getting attacked by the Lumberjacks until Wheeler Yuta and Chuck T hit running flips from inside the ring to the outside, landing on all the Lumberjacks. Wow. That was nice. Uh, then Orange hits a suicide dive to the Lumberjacks on the other side of the ring, followed by an assisted senton to the existing guys on the other side of the ring. So then back in the ring, Orange hits a crossbody off the top rope, but Orange still has his ribs taped, so this stuns him a bit, allowing Matt enough time to hit a side effect for a two count. Orange counters a twist of fate with a swinging DDT. Then Orange gets pushed off the top rope by, by Isaiah Cassidy. Then Blade comes in and gets an Olympic slam by Wheeler Yuta. Then Cassidy hits a kick to the head of Yuta. No. No. Yeah, the other Cassidy. There's two Cassidys in this match. too many Cassidys. Yes. Cass the other Cassidy hits a kick to the head by Yuta. Then Chuck T comes in and hits a pile driver on Isaiah. Nothing fancy there, just a regular old school pile driver. That's right. Then Matt hits a twist of fate on Chuck. Matt then tries to lock in the leech, but Orange counters with a beach break. Then kips up, and then Orange punches three different lumberjacks that try to interfere. Then the bunny tries to interfere, but Statlander takes care of her with a spear. Then the blade comes in and hits Orange in the head with the brass knucks, as we're still doing that. Yep, we got to keep doing that. And Hardy gets the the pin for and wins with the uh, the, the knucks. Yay! Yeah, it's so dumb. Matt then locks in the leech as the HFO beat up the best friends with the brass knuckles. HFO stands victorious in the ring as we fade to black. That is AEW Rampage. Can this be over, please? In a nice, tight, neat bow. Yeah, can, they said it's going to be over. I, I hope that's true. I hope true. so. I hope they meant what they said. I never want to see it again. Never, ever, ever, forever. Let's do some ratings. You want to do ratings? Yeah, let's do let's, ratings. Let's do ratings. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. All right, quick little rating segment here. Nothing too great. Dynamite did 912,000 in viewership, up from last week's 878. 
It's hurting them that the West Coast times are screwed up right now. Is that what it is? Yeah, because I don't. Th- I think that they're not. They're not on at the same time. West Coast is being showed like uh, a taped that. show All later. Right, I did hear something like that. It's, uh, the key demo was point three four. They ranked number three on the cable top one fifty and ranked number thirty four in viewership. Still not bad. Not bad. Rampage last week five hundred ninety nine thousand and a point two two in the key demo. <laughs> I don't say demonstrate. Yep. Uh, Dark did 394, Elevation did 294, Raw did 1.549 million viewers in a .40 demo. That's ratings! Uh, some news. Wasn't much news going on here, Bob. Yeah, it was a slow week. I got a couple things. Let's hear them. Uh, Von Wagner of NXT 2.0 oh. was on this past episode of SmackDown. He was behind Adam Pierce when Sami Zayn went to talk to Spears. He was just standing there with his arms crossed and didn't say anything, just like Vince likes. I bet he was, you know, he was just there. They Like, they forgot him. Like, they forgot him somewhere. And then they went, let's just ship on the SmackDown for a night. All right. But he's best friends with Cool Kyle right now, doing fun stuff in the woods and exploring. Squeal like a pig, broke back mountain. <sighs> but Pat McAfee said, he looks 10 feet tall. I assure you he's not. So that was a quick call up for him from NXT. We'll see what happens. Uh, next piece of news. The Young Bucks social media bio was changed to, quote, M-R-O-W which stands for Mount Rushmore of Wrestling, which was the name of the stable in PWG consisting of Adam Cole, Kevin Owens, and the Bucks. Yet again, dropping hints that Kevin Steen is signing in AEW. Can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, by the way, today has been uh, 16 years since uh, Eddie Guerrero died. Oh, wow. Jesus. And uh, I believe that happened in Minneapolis? Where they're having full gear? Okay, maybe. So... There you go. There's that. Way to bring us down, Bob. Don't bring me down. All right, let's do it once. No Raw. Life's good. No SmackDown. That means nothing kind of sucks. Nothing sucks this week. Maybe this does. I don't know. Thanks, guys. Wait. Man. Sorry about that. Yeah, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. All right. Hottest female. I'm going to go with the, the face tag, uh, face face trio tag team of Thunder Rosa, Anna J. Oh, the, whole, the, whole, the whole thing. The whole team. They're getting, uh, they're getting it this week. I have somebody from that from that team. I have Jamie Hayter. So good. Uh, hottest male? Uh, Hangman Adam Page. Scorpio Sky. He looks good, too. Best moment. <sighs> Best moment. Mine is uh, the Brainbuster off the top rope by Dax on Dax by Pac. Yeah, that looked really good. I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, I don't have a worst moment. There is no worst moment. I didn't. I mean, I didn't hate anything. Some stuff was like, eh, yeah, eh, 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 whatever. The cake in the face. Ah. Though I do have a worst comment this week. Ooh, what is what is that? Excalibur calling the twist of fate the side effect. Well, when Matt Hardy hits the the twist of fate at Orange Cassidy I mean, with the chair, Matt did do a, he did do a side effect. Yeah, but he hit him with the twist of fate with the chair oh, during the attack. He called he, that the side. He effect? called it the side effect. Ah, oh, come on. All right, uh, best promo. It's Miro. It's it's Miro. <laughs> Worst promo. I don't have anything. None. Uh, best match. That's gonna be uh, Pocket Dex Hardwood. Correct. Uh, worst match. Have Jade and uh, Garrett. Yeah, that wasn't good. No. no that's, yeah, I'll go with that. Do you have a best overall wrestler? Best overall wrestler is Max Caster for that rap. Sweep that. <laughs> best show. Rampage. Hey, hey Rampage was, I mean, it didn't have the best match, but it was still better. It was good. It was good. I love it. I love the hour-long show. All right. Give me more of them. Yes, please. Come on, Val. Hello, ladies. 
that's the show. It's a quicker show than usual. Which is not a bad thing. But uh, we're going to sit through four hours of, of a live watch along for you. Oh, it's going to be crazy. So, look at us on Facebook at Backyard Podcast. Uh, on Instagram, Backyard Wrestling Pod. Twitter, Backyard Marks. And feel free to email us. If you do, we'll send you stickers. Yeah, we'll send you a sticker. we got a lot of them. BackyardWrestlingPod at Yahoo.com. That's right. You don't even have to pay shipping. We'll pay everything. Yeah, seriously. That's a good deal. I got these stickers and I want to get rid of them. Yeah. That sounds like fun. There's only so many places we can stick them. Uh, give it to me. I'm going to stick them all over the wedding venue. Oh, cool. All right. I'll, I'll give you both. The purple ones and the uh, the outdoor ones. There we go. Thanks, right. thanks for listening and stay tuned for Full Gear. The Watch Along. The Watch Along. Coming up next. When you were training, I think you broke your leg early on. What happened with that? Simon Gotch, we did an interview with Simon. He claimed that you broke your own leg trying to counter, uh, and I guess you blamed it on a loose canvas or something like that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, dude, let's let's not get into nuts and bolts. Yeah, I broke my own leg. You got to go out there and break a leg. Are you kidding? All right, let's get let's get one thing out of the way here, okay? The elephant in the room, if you will. No, it's not an elephant okay. in the room in my world. You know, I, I won't even say his name, okay, until I get to the punchline. All right. All right. So let me tell you about a particular guy and his partner, Aiden English, who, uh, by the way, I had my tryout with Aiden English, and we got signed at the same time. So I love Aiden. He was, uh, we worked so many matches with those guys. And there's a guy that you just mentioned who's wrestled in, 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 for 10 years, 12 years, and, and, and wants this thing so bad. And I'm sorry, kid. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's not going to be that easy when you got Enzo and Cass around, bro. So... One day we do promo class, all right? You know what promo class is? Of course. You go up there, you cut a promo. But at this point in the stature of NXT, we got a television brand that's that's now starting to pick up steam. And now Michael Cole and Dusty Rhodes and, uh, you know, other people who sit in the hierarchy of production and uh, commentating and our producers, you know, are sitting at a table every Wednesday before we do tapings on Thursday in NXT. And what you say at that taping could get you booked on TV tomorrow for some people. Could get you a debut or could get you looked at. So those opportunities were huge for people. Not important. Simon Gotch. Here's his name. Aiden English. Pop up. Me and Cass have yet to do our promo. The big wigs are hanging out that night. We got TV tapings the next day. I look at this guy, and uh, and he's in his ring gear, you know, the, the, the suit and tie button downs. You know, he's in his ring gear now. Right. The, the thing or whatever. And he's standing in the back of the room, and I go, oh, hell no, Cass. We got to change our promo, bro. We, we, we can't let that happen. Cass like, what, what do you want to say? I'm like, I'm like, bury him, you know? So I go up there, and I don't remember exactly what we said. But me and Big Cass start buzzing about, about Aiden English and Simon Gotch, okay? And I say, uh, Simon Gotch? Simon Gotch, let me tell you something about Simon Gotch. You guys want to know something about Simon Gotch? I'll tell you something about Simon Gotch. Simon Gotch has got a pair of titties. Like a 65-year-old woman, a doing. At this point in the room, huge pop. They all turn around. Simon Gotch has his Andre the Giant singlet on. And his little bitch titties hanging over the top of it. And he makes the mistake of picking it up and putting it over. Double pop. Right? <laughs> so... <laughs> Simon Gotcha's titties like a 65-year-old woman. Eyes to Simon. Put my titty back in. Forget it. Kid died in his mind right there. And I got the biggest pop of the night in promo class. Ended right there for me. Clearly, going down the line now, we see that the remnants of those words have hung heavy in the titty of Simon Gotch. Okay? He's wearing it right here in his fucking heart. 
right? And I see the bitch in his heart when, uh, you know, whenever he opens his mouth and mentions my name. Because that's the only time that anybody gives a fuck about what he's saying. So I gave him the luxury of saying his freaking name for the first time ever in an interview. And I'll end it there. Because I have no ill will towards a guy unless he ever comes out and says that he knocked me out on purpose. Because let's just fucking be clear. That guy hates me. And I don't have hate. I don't have a bone of hate in my body. I also don't have a bitch bone in my thug. I don't have a thuggish, ruggish bitch bone in my body either. How you doing? Okay. Right. You know. So if I ever found out that he pushed me harder on purpose, and that's what caused the injury, I ran that spot a hundred times with Aiden English, and he'll tell you about it. And I would just do a six one nine out of the ring, and never land the same, and it looked terrible. So if I baseball slide out of the bottom of the ropes, like I hit my head on the second, hit my head on the. I catch my elbow underneath the rope. And then right when I start to rotate, like Ray on the 619, I let go. Right. And then I just spill to the floor. And you could hear a pin drop. Ooh. Right. It looks disgusting. I've done it a hundred times on live events with Aiden English. Never one time in my life did it with Simon Gotch. The first time I ever did it with him, I ended up in a hospital. And uh, if I ever found out that Simon Gotch did that shit on purpose, if he came out and said that, how you doing? <laughs>